Gregoire and Dampiston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to episode 15.5 of Smart Enough to Know Better. We've got a whole bunch of little pick-up bits and pieces here and there, including some stuff from our conversation with Dr. Watson. Also, a very special CryptoZoo. So sit back, load your pipe up with tobacco, and enjoy episode 15.5. I'm just intrigued. It'd be good to do the experiment of, if you had a policeman, mm. a police officer, mm. and, and they ran in and there's a man going, get over there, do mm. this now, would you mm. respond faster if it was a male saying it, even a same-size man, not a bigger man, but just a, a same-size woman, a same-size man, or if a woman ran in and did it, would you brain kick I know him? how to test this. I think it, what you do is you get a room full of policemen and police women, yes. different varying voices, mm-hmm. and strippers dressed in police uniform, different voices, different nice. and then you get them all to tell either lies or the truth okay. or whatever, and then you find out what people think of the lies and the truth. That's very good. This is just a way of getting strippers into a room, isn't it? Look, I have a lot of different uh, <laughs> plans in reserve. We, we, we don't necessarily need to use strippers. I mean, Shut I'm, up! I'm this is science. Of what would you know about science? science? But why would they have police uniforms? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, obviously. Five. <laughs> Stand back. Sit down. Brace yourself in. I have a brand brace new... Brace yourself in? Brace yourself in. Brace yourself in. You're not, not just brace yourself. Brace yourself in. Brace yourself in. Buckle yourself shut. <laughs> I've got a brand new segment for the podcast. Oh. Ready? I'll just play the a theme song. A whole new segment? A whole new segment. A whole new segment? Yes. Right. Robo. That's what your big foot. 2.0. Who is who? It's all going down at the... Cyber. Zoom, zoom, zoom. That's right. We've got a what? new segment called the Cyber Zoo. What? What's happening? You know our segment, the Crypto Zoo, yeah, and everyone, that involves strange creatures. And everyone loves it, and that's what. And so you've decided to what, ride the coattails of that one segment. What have we done? We should talk about I, this way I, before this happens. I, Especially I, when you've put 16 seconds of work into the theme song. <laughs> I came up with a cool Crypto Zoo, and I went, oh yeah, Crypto Zoo, and I went, wait a second, this all involves robots. Well, they're Crypto Cryptologic? No, they're not. not, like, not it's actually, it's not, they're not a zoo either. The problem you is, you can have a zoo the for crypto, anything. The crypto would be fine because that means unknown. It's the zoo that makes zoological. You've you've stuffed up. Oh shit, you're right. It should be crypto robot or crypto cyber thing. Crypt, crypt, crypto covered crypto of robots. Robots. We uh, don't know what's in our. Well, cover. I'm not recording it again because you know I'd hate you have to take a, an afternoon break to make another one. Are you? Are you? D- 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 being detrimental to my dedication I to this podcast. Yes, and I'm just, and I'm saying that all I have are lasers, and you just you just copy me. And I don't like, see pew, pew. I don't see you making intros to our segments. Well, no, it's because I can't. Yeah, actually, you did, and I just left it out. Yeah, and in fact, it was the paging Doctor Watson one. Yes, and it's, it's taken nearly a year to come out. Well, you decided only to use it in the fifteenth one, though I made it for the second podcast. <sighs> because back then you were the man who did the tech stuff and I was just the handsome one and now we have to spread the load that, that now was... none of us are handsome and I, we're we... old men anyway crypto okay. cyber cupboard zoo not zoo what cyber zoo cyber zoo that's what it's called Yay. I don't care <laughs> I wanted to talk about the matrix of course and the robots now 
I'm sure any sensible person has looked at the Matrix and the way that they were draining power from all the humans yes. and then feeding the dead humans back to the humans yes. and turning chemical energy into electrical energy yes. and gone, wait a second, whole damn thing's a closed system. And it's going to wear down pretty It's going to wear down and it's not going to work. Yep. Okay. Now, what I was thinking about was in the Matrix, you think you're alive. Yes. And then if you die in the Matrix, you die in the real world. Yes. And they churn you up and they turn you into butter. Mm-hmm. But in the Matrix, people uh, think they're having sex when they're not having sex, and they're falling pregnant in the Matrix when they're not really falling pregnant in the real world. Right. And then there's new humans coming out because of like there's babies in the in the Matrix, yeah, inside the Matrix. Yeah. So what would the robots have to be doing? Like artificially impregnating people. So would they? But would they be could get like little robots and they'd have to do that? Yes. But they'd have to monitor. All the people who are having sex in the Matrix yes. and then decide which ones are going to... So the, the robots are deciding who falls pregnant in the Matrix. It would just be an algorithm, surely. They go, there's a certain percent chance of becoming pregnant. Boom, there you go, you're pregnant. Like, they wouldn't be going, should we let them get pregnant? They don't care. It's, it's Strange enough, compute, there would be levels of intellect and levels of programming. So you'd have the actual robots going, we like lattes in space, whatever robots think about. And then they would just let their machines do all the other stuff. Just think about it. If you're sitting in one of the tubs, you, I'm me, and you're a pretty girl yes. from Sweden. Right. And then in the Matrix, we think we've met. Yes. Because she went travelling. She wasn't travelling. She was still in a little globe. In the, in the real world, we're separated in two different towers by many, many kilometres. But we've met in the Matrix. We have sex. She falls pregnant with my child. So how do you know it's your child in our world, in the world of the Matrix? Let's call that the world of the Matrix. You would check that. You could check your child, and you could say it looks like me, and it and has my genetics. Yeah. Okay. But in the real world, the real world where the yeah. machines are, they don't have to give a rat's ass what you look like. No. So they might not actually impregnate you with someone else. Yeah. So that because I mean they've got all hoses in you, so yes, I guess yes. they could just shuttle your. Genetic material through the yeah. system, like a like a like you know. Except we, you we do have residual image thing. Remember, remember, Keanu Reeves still looked like Keanu Reeves. Neo yeah. still looked like Neo in the Matrix. He didn't wake up and go, "Oh my god, it looked totally different," as if my mother and father never actually met and had sex. <gasps> he still looked like he thought he would look. Yes. So, so somewhat. So there must be some level of making you look like you're going to be looking. Yeah. You're going to look otherwise, but your genetic material doesn't have to be the same. They could just get people to look roughly the same and, and put it around. Yeah. You could do a test in the Matrix world and go, yeah, so genetics are the same because that's what the computer's telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not actually real. It doesn't have to be real. Maybe there's no genetics. Maybe the machines were actually run by God and they just... <laughs> Uh, yes, I suppose that, yeah, but there you go. But but, but it, if it didn't, if, if they did actually, like, I mean, it's a lot of work for the machines to go to. Yes. They go, all right, well, these guys think that they're having sex in the Matrix, so we're going to have to run our little sex algorithm, yes. roll the dice, yes, she's going to fall pregnant. Yes. Uh, like, oh, are they wearing condoms? Are they doing safe sex and stuff? Yep. Roll, uh, you know, synchronize her cycles up and such. <laughs> like, figure all that stuff out, do the maths, and then go, yep. They're, they're going to fall pregnant. So they'd have to then shuttle some spermatosa, like down a little tube, yeah. like one of those, what, you know those old newspaper... Pneumatic what, tube. Yeah, pneumatic <laughs> tube, where you just put, this, you put a, a vial of sperm in a little tube and you yes. pop it in and it goes... No, no, what, what's, what's even more horrifying is it's actually that giant spider creature that turns up. You know the one that found Neo when he first woke up in the real world and it grabbed him? Oh, no, throat. and it, so it sort of... It grabs him by the throat and it goes, wham, and it just, wham, wham, wham. It, oh, wow, I'm really sore. Sucks it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. I love you. <laughs> and then it shuttles it across. Yep. And then, and then boom, straight boom. into the girl. Yeah, 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 that's right. 
That is a that's a lot of maintenance for batteries. Those well, machines must have been really pissed off. They, I think it's that's my take on it. They say it's for batteries, not for them, but I honestly think it's just the robots going. You treated us like crap, therefore we'll go out of our way to treat you like crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they maybe also maybe they needed this as well. But that's neither here nor there. I like to think in the Matrix that just because there's seven billion people in the world, in our world, I don't believe personally there are seven billion people in the farms in the in the in the real world. Ah, yes. My take on it would there'd be thousands or tens of thousands or whatever, 100,000 people. Because after the war, there wouldn't be many people left. There wouldn't be 7 billion people left. Oh, okay. So my take would be oh, yeah. a lot of them are virtual. I always took a lot of them to be virtual. So you'd be walking down the street going, well, I'm real. I know I'm real because I feel real. But maybe half these people aren't actually real people. They're just programs doing their programming thing. In which case, in order to get a genetically viable child from one real person and a virtual person, yes. then you would have to fake the virtual person's DNA makeup. Or just find someone who looks kind of like that person. And then fake it in the Matrix. Yeah. Like well, the, in, in the Matrix, you just go... Yeah, well, in the Matrix, you can hide the genetic yeah. material anytime you want. And you just have a virtual baby. It could be a yeah. virtual baby. You Maybe your virtual wife had a virtual baby. and you That would make never, it easier, wouldn't yeah, it? It would make it a lot easier, actually. Yeah, you wouldn't, but then they could say, no, we need some real humans now. And so they just well, say... Yes. So then again, real humans can be born to virtual people. Because you could have a virtual woman. And oh, virtual, my God. You might not have real mum and dad. You just, you just come out. They just get two people who kind of look like the virtual people you look like. And they join your genetics together. And they make you. And you, you come out of a virtual person. You never know. You never know. Until you went to Zion and went, where are my mum and dad? And they go, well, I'm sorry, they never existed. And you go, oh, my God. I'm a- on this floppy disk. Yes. Uh, mum, dad. <laughs> You fit into a USB. No, you're right about that because after the war, unless it was the exact same number of people mm. there who were in... Maybe the real 1980s didn't have anywhere near as many people uh, as still, the 1980s in The Matrix, which would yes. mean why it was so easy to blow them all away and there's still lots more. <laughs> well, well, the other take is that, that they only live one year and that we don't actually... It's not our world. Remember, it's, it's, it's a world that's uh, it's simulated for us. Yeah. And so maybe they just live one year the whole time. And they, and they just go round and round and round. Mm. And well, round. they age them from babies up until human beings, so... Because oh, Neo yes. was full grown and yes. they did have babies, so yeah, 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 yeah. so it'd have to be long enough for the lifespan of a, of human, a human adult. So they could. So you think they actually keep it going through the whole time period, and when it shuts down, they just reboot and restart. But they start with six. They said that. Remember, the whole point was Neo had a choice, and that choice was to either go into the code. I think it was going to the code and restart the system and take and kill Oh, wait, is this, is this like the second movie? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The third one? Oh, no, six. I'm not talking about no, 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 those stupid he, movies. He, he can still pick, only pick a certain number of people and take them back and restart Zion and, and restart the human race, basically, with a small number of people. So if he's doing that, then it makes it very interesting. It means most of them are virtual. Mm. And then, yeah. Mm. And then, you know, Just a weird game of risk. But... Well, and also, go back to the first movie. They did make a mistake. If you kill us all, then your existence will be hard, and there are levels of existence that we're willing to accept. That's the first movie, isn't it? Yeah, And, so, and then same. they can still run off other power sources, but they don't have to survive on us. We just, they just lose a resource with us. Mm. And they say, we're will- we might be willing to accept... Oh, no, no, I think it was The Architect. I think it's the second one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he made, he made some comment about how it was... There are, there are levels of existence we're willing to accept to make your life miserable. So. Mm. But yeah, well, yeah. And part of that involves jerking off Keanu Reeves and That's then true. whacking it in. He's a handsome man. Whacking it in Carrie Ann Moss. Bow chicka bow wow. Chase that white rabbit. Wait. Ew. 
I don't remember that in the other channel. Yeah, yeah, the kid slips the FBI agent some laxatives. Oh, that's right. And so there's a little bit of a poo montage. Oh, that's right, there is. He runs the toilet every 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. So it's like hilarious. I saw the photo. I was going to send it to you and I forgot. Damn. Um, mm. I was going to send it to you. I did think it was great. It was the, the Iron Giant. you got the kid and the hipster guy in the junkyard. Mm. It's a gif. So it's like, mm. and, and then sort of looking and he's turned around. It's the part where he's like, he's got the Superman thing on. Yeah, yeah. But he, t- he turns, like, he's out there, like, oh, like, smiling. And he turns around, and he's got a big Nazi swastika on his chest. <laughs> and, and they all kind of go, oh, and it's just a kind of a Nuremberg rally. <laughs> that's the end of the gyps. <laughs> just went, that's the best. And because all the faces are like, <laughs> and then of course that's what happened if the Iron Giant hadn't been affected by Superman but affected by Nazism we would be under his metal foot right now yeah mm, crushed crushed for a time which is actually silly because it was set after World War 2 now I think about it that was a stupid gif to be fifth right you stay I go <laughs> <laughs> to crush everyone yeah, under my iron boot uh, yes yeah, so all good Aryans which is, by the way I don't know if this is going to make it into the podcast probably getting it cut out why do you have to say oh, that sorry. because I, if it goes into the podcast I've still got to cut that out okay well this, yes you do Cut that bit out. Cut the bit out. I think a bit. But it, but the um, but the the uh, everyone wants to watch Iron Giant. I don't care how old you are. You should race out now. Stop listening to this rubbish and go and watch Iron Giant. Mm, it's my favourite film. It's glorious. I, you, very, I very that good. Film. But it is a good film. It is it's a good film. I really enjoy. Fantastic it. storytelling. Mm. Mm-hmm. Except it does it doesn't make Superman seem pretty cool. Though. Which is awesome. That just goes against awesome. me. Awesome. No, 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 Batman. Everyone knows Batman's cooler. <laughs> Have you seen New Superman, the new DC, the reboot? No, I haven't. He's. No. It, it's they're going back to what happens to superheroes that only appeared five years ago. So Superman was the first one to turn up, and so he's like a cocky young man who like kicks things over and throws things around. And so you're like, they, are they trying to uh, tie that into the Smallville series or something? No, 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 no. into the London riots. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, the, it's got, so it's basically they're trying to make it accessible to everyone, and, yeah. and, and so he's not like he didn't turn up in the fifties and grow up on a Kansas farm. Look, yeah. he might have. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I haven't read it yet. I don't think it's out. Mm. But it's it's the whole. It's, it's, it's kind of in the fifties in a coffee shop. Doing beat poetry, <laughs> and so they've got so the like action comics will be Superman's first adventure. So he's in jeans, so he's mm. in jeans and a Superman T-shirt with a he's mm. basically wearing a dish doily on his back, a red tablecloth kind of thing. He's, he has got a costume on. Oh, okay, right, he's right. building his costume, yeah. and then there's Superman comics, which is set five years later, it's like now. Mm. So one's like early two thousands, and one's now, and he's in like armor. He's got Kryptonian armor on, and he's like bouncing around with Kryptonian armor. Mm. And people said, well, why does Superman need to wear Kryptonian armor? That's a very good point. But I can answer that, but thank you for bringing it up. Because you have to wear Kryptonian armor because he doesn't, he's affected by magic and he's affected by... Um, Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Mm. Uh, and, and these other things... Feelings? He's affected by yeah, feelings. Yeah, yeah, just, yes. Yeah. That's yes. his biggest weakness. Yes. Just, biggest. Imagine, there is a lot of comics recently where Superman cries about something or has emotional feelings but you really want to, I want to watch him watch punch a space lizard into the sun. When you're super... Like, I got Batman to not have feelings. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Hang on, that doesn't make sense. No, no, no you, You're saying... Okay. Shh, quiet. I'm not saying you should edit that out. God. <laughs> you discussed earlier about shoving things into orbit. I, I do. I love shoving things into orbit. And uh, I found myself thinking the other day, I'm 73 kilos. Mm-hmm. How far straight up would I need to go before I only weighed 7.3 kilos? So a tenth of my weight. Right. Okay. Because I went. Wait a second. It's that's it's just implying the gravitational law that G um, F equals m G one. I know. On R uh, squared. Yes. And I went. Oh, that that's, that's easy wrong, to figure way. out. Yes. But th- th- then I started to think about more about it, and I got the hang of how things orbit. Yes. Because if I went up ten meters, yes, I'd still weigh seventy three kilos, pretty much. 
yeah, there you, would be the tiniest, yes, tiniest yes, difference. Yes, yep. And I would drop, uh, and I would reach terminal velocity. Not, in, not in ten meters. You not wouldn't. in ten meters. <laughs> How, I'd go up. I don't know, a thousand meters. Okay. And then I'd hit terminal velocity. Yes. Which? What's that? Do you know that? About the, about two hundred and something kilometers an hour for a human body. Mm. Thirty feet per second per second. No, no, something. no, no, no. That's nine. That's you talking about gravitational. That's nine point eight meters a second per second. Okay. Just thirty. No, no. If that's you don't. That's acceleration. Okay. Not, not velocity. Okay. So terminal velocity is two hundred something kilometers an hour. Kilometers an hour. You know what terminal velocity is? Before we go on. Yes, when you're dropping and because you accelerate when you mm-hmm. start dropping, and then at, at some point you're not accelerating anymore. Why? Uh, because that's the limits of the gravitational pull no. on you in relation. Uh, plus, no, 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 no. There's more. This should be better. Plus, go, go back there. It's very important to remember that one of the laws of Newton states, which I should remember the top of my head, but one of the laws of Newton states that an object will remain at rest or go into motion as long as a force is acting on it. Now, a force is acting on it. Gravity is constantly acting. Therefore, it's constantly accelerating. You should technically go faster and faster and faster. Oh. So if oh, you yeah. fall, if you, if you, if you jumped out. Oh, Friction. Yes. Friction. From what? The air. Yes, exactly. Air pressure. Yeah, so the air Drag. pressure. The yeah. air pressure and the acceleration of the energy of gravity equal each other. Yes. So in the end, you have no more acceleration. Well, the force that's buffeting you from the air equals the force pulling you towards the ground. It's a balanced force. Yeah. As soon as you have balanced forces, there's no more acceleration. Yep. F equals MA. Force equals mass times acceleration. So if F equals zero, then no matter what your mass is, if zero equals mass times acceleration, if your mass is 73, 73 times what gives you zero? Zero. So acceleration mm. has to equal zero as well. Mass! Okay. So wow, you said that in such a non-keen way. I my brain just spat it out. Look, okay, well, I can't. I can't. We should that. explain that. F equals ma. Force equals mass times acceleration. Yes, it's one of those one of those very simple formulas. One of those you should remember, listener. Force equals mass times acceleration. So if you have a mass, your body mass, let's say, and you're accelerating at two meters a second, there must be a force acting on you. Your mass times two gives you a force. In newtons would be about 150, 140 newtons of force. If the force acting on you is, comes out to zero because the force up and the force down are equal, zero equals mass times acceleration. What times zero, well, what times your mass will give you zero, I should say. What times your mass gives you zero, yes. What times anything gives you zero? Uh, zero. Yes. So, sorry, I was thinking about something else. That's a couple of steps <laughs> he ahead. Was, he was happy. So, so basically zero. That's what I'm saying. So that's why you're not accelerating. So to, to have an acceleration, you must have a, an unbalanced force on you. And if you have an unbalanced force on you, you must be accelerating. Yes. Right. And acceleration, kids, is not just accelerating in one direction or, or decelerating, accelerating the other direction. Also turning a corner is accelerating as well. Mm. And that's what brings me to the orbit thing. Because mm. mm-hmm. if I was falling at 200 kilometers an hour. Roughly, yep. And then you shot me across a parallel to the Earth yes. fast enough so that by the time I landed on the ground mm-hmm. in that time where I left from, yes. that I was actually further away as the, the Earth sort of tangents away underneath me and yes. I go in a straight line. So if I fall that far again, mm-hmm. then that's orbiting. Yes, that's exactly what orbiting is. Yes. Falling towards the ground as the ground falls away from you. Indeed. So all those people in the space shuttle, Mm. they're actually fairly close to the Earth. Yes. But they're going fast enough that it feels like they're just constantly falling towards the Earth. Yes. Whereas if they weren't moving at all... Oh, I see. ...and they just went straight up, they'd have to go up much further before they felt weightless, before the gravity of the Earth stopped affecting them. No. No? No. I don't understand what you're saying there. If when you're in free fall, 
you technically have no... Well, you have mass. Your mass never changes, by the way. Your mass can't change. Your no, mass I know that. A, so your weight changes. So yeah. if you're in free fall, your weight is zero. Yes. All right. You're in free fall. You're, you're, you're in orbit. You're, you're, you're falling. You're in free fall. I don't yeah. understand what your point you're making then. They, they have, a, they have a, a weight of zero. That's what, so technically they are... So, so if I was quite low on the ground, so I'd have to shoot off... Much faster. Really fast to orbit. Yes. And the higher you get, the slower you can go in order to maintain orbit. I suppose so, because you're, you're falling... The distance you have to fall is much... You, although you're falling towards the ground at a constant rate, you don't have to go as far forwards because the planet is not technically... Sucking at the moment, you in at the quite moment, quickly. At the moment, our horizon is about 16 kilometres away from us. That's, what, that's how far yep. the horizon looks. So you'd have to make sure that for every one metre... Let's say you're a metre of the, the ground. If you're falling down one metres a second, you have to be travelling forward at 16 kilometres a second mm-hmm. to, to get past... The, even That's not actually right either. But you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. You have to go past the horizon... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can't go past the horizon. But you know what I'm saying here. Yeah. You can't go around that way. So you're Past the horizon, to the end of the rainbow. There is a, there is a formula you can just plug all these numbers into. Yes. Newton's gravitational... So the gravitational formula, and you can actually work out exactly how far... You put in, the, you, you put in your mass and the mass of the Earth, and then you, that'll give you the radius that's in the distance between you two. And, and how far you have to be. It's just by plugging mm. in plugging in your numbers, like your numbers now, 73 kilograms, and then plugging in 7.3, you can actually work out the d- change in distance between them. And it's squared. It's a, it's, it's a, inverse, it's a square law. Mm-hmm. Inverse square, I should say. Uh, so, um, so, Oh, wait, hang on. So, which, because the moon is in orbit. Yes. And it actually travels, well, it travels pretty fast too. Because it goes all the way around the Earth in a month. Yes. And it's quite, Strangely a, long, enough. It's quite a long way away. <laughs> Hush. It's quite a long way away from the Earth. It's not its own width. No, no, it's it's yeah, it's a fair it's, distance. It's a fair distance away compared to the Earth Moon system. Yes. Yes, and so so if it stopped orbiting, yes, it would get sucked into the Earth. That they would get pulled towards each other. Yes. Oh well, yeah, yes. Yes. So if I was, they at are the being moon, pulled towards each other. If I was at the Moon and I wanted to <laughs> orbit, I would have to travel. Oh God, at the same speed as the Moon in order to orbit the Earth. Top of my head, I don't know. Well, it's it's got to do with because if I went out to the moon, but you're I... a much smaller mass. Mm. You're a much smaller mass compared to the moon. So if you're much but, smaller, but, but two but two things of different mass drop at the same time. Yes, speed. they do. Yes. Oh, good point. Yes, they do. It's not because because you're it has more uh, inertia than you do, higher amount of inertia. You're right. So yeah, they do fall at the same speed in a vacuum. Thank you for pointing that out. So yeah, yeah, you'd have to orbit at the same speed. So the speed of anything in an orbit should be constant then. Uh, at a certain distance from the center of mass. So if I wasn't orbiting, if mm. I just went straight up mm-hmm. and I went out to the moon and the moon would continue orbiting away, I would actually get sucked back into the Earth. If you, if, well, if, you, if you're still being affected by the gravitational force of the Earth, you're still going to be affected by the gravitational yeah. force of the moon. So at some point, and these are the Lagrange points, like the whole, you know, those points where it's equidistant. Where oh, the, yes. It's a point where the gravitational force of the Earth and the Moon and the Sun and the Moon and uh, the mm. whole system. Oh, all, there's a lot of stuff going so on. So there. there's like five, as I can think of, five Lagrangian points, which, so you can sit but halfway between, the, not halfway, it's closer to the Moon than it is to the Earth because that's where the gravitational force equals the gravitation. Okay, say the Moon was the moon. on the other side. Yes. So I knew that. So there. you just suddenly teleported somehow yes. to the same distance to the moon. Yeah, but, but on the other side. Other side. Yes, you would just I'd fall. I'd start to just fall yes, back to Earth. You would, yes. I wonder how much I'd weigh at that point if I was able to stand out there. You can work it out. You have a distance. You can work out the force yeah. on you, and that would give you a weight. Wow, it's a lot further than, than I expected. 
gravity has an infinite range. It does. It does. Gravity is infinite. Oh. Every bit, of, every bit of matter in the universe affects every other bit of matter in the universe. Of course. So I would never be completely weightless in regards to the Earth. Uh, like 100%. It would always be 99.9999 yeah, but, but because you, all gravity... Yes, yeah. but it's inverse square. So, so you, go, you go forwards. So if you're here and then suddenly you're double the distance away, then the gravitational force on you is only one quarter now. If you go four times away, then the gravitational force is one sixteenth. If you go ten times away, the gravitational force is one one hundredth. It's inverse square, one over the number squared. Wow. So it's really it drops down very very fast. Oh, okay. But it's infinite though. If you go if you go uh, if you go it's like, uh, ten thousand away, then it's you know it's like Zeno's arrow, the one where he fires an arrow at the turtle and the turtle. Once to, oh, by the time the, the arrow gets the yes, turtle, the turtle log- gets a little bit further, yes. and then the arrow gets the turtle, and the turtle. I don't, I don't see the connection, but okay, <laughs> I'm confused. I don't see, uh, yes, that's uh, that's one of those logical fallacies, yes. one of those logical conundrums, which isn't really true. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's a, that's a bad analogy because one's one thing and one's the well, other. The other thing, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Science. <laughs> it's well, we can work. It, I want to go work it out now. So just we're going to make that noise, and we'll be right back. Hooray for maths yep. and the gravitational constant. And then so how far away would I need to be to be one-tenth my current weight? Well, to explain that, because to go through things that we should we went through to explain it so people had listened to it. I didn't go through your... anything. I just sat here and listened to you ramble and <laughs> swear at the computer. <laughs> right now, your weight is 70... No, your mass is 73 kilograms. It's all very confusing. But well, Both my weight and my mass are yes. 73 kilograms. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's one of those... Yeah. That's because I mean, we've, I mean, the sweet spot here on the surface of planet Earth. Almost if we were, almost if it was designed for us here. Not that we set up the system, so it would be exactly the same. <laughs> but the number of newtons that you're pulling on the Earth, and the Earth is pulling on a newton is a unit of force, is 736 newtons of force, and that's counting that you are 6,000 kilometers from the center of the mass of the Earth. Yep. So the surface of the Earth is not where the gravity comes from. Gravity is coming from all over the Earth, but we mathematically simplify it and say yep. it's coming from the center, 6,000 kilometers away, 736 newtons. Now. So what you've really asked is, when will the force between me and the Earth be 73.6 newtons of force? Mm-hmm. I.e., I would weigh, in inverted commas, 7.3 kilograms. Yes? That, when you plug it all in, plug, 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 uh, you get a radius of 20,000 kilometers from the Earth. Oh, okay. No, from the center of the, the Earth. From the center of the Earth. From the center of the Earth. So I'm already six out. Six out, yes. So I would have to go another... Three times. 14,000 yeah. kilometers, yes. which is about the diameter of planet Earth. So if I was picturing it... No, the diameter of planet Earth is about 12,000 kilometres. That's what so, I just... So you, you want to go 20,000, another 40... Oh, I see what oh, you're yeah. saying. Another Earth diameter Earth's away... diameter away... From the Earth, plus, a, of the Earth. plus another bit Very more. confusing way Well, of it's, a, it. it's a nice way of picturing ah, it. Ah, yes. And to put it into context, the Moon is 300,000 kilometres away. So it's, it's not even one-tenth of the way to the Moon. It'd be what? A fifteenth. Yeah, around One-fifteenth of yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So that gives you an idea. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well, it's not because 19.97... <laughs> How did the whole conversation begin? Who made me do maths on my day off? <laughs> not good. Yeah, more money. There's, there's enough movies with polite monsters. Okay. Monsters are always roaring and smashing things over and stuff. I, I like. I, I want to see one where they're they're quite polite and helpful. I see. You mean mm-hmm. like where the wild things are? The movie. Oh, I didn't see that. Neither did I. No one did. Oh, Maybe that's the reason.
That's because nerds keep saying, wouldn't it be great if there was a movie about X, Y, and Z? And when it comes out, they go, it's not exactly how I pictured it in my mind. <laughs> therefore, I am not supporting it. And so therefore, the studios say, well, balls to you. We're going to go back to having chick flicks. Transformers 6, it is for you. Everyone not everyone and their dogs seem to be, when the nerd community, the geek community, was bitching for a, a Scott Pilgrim movie. Did any bastard go and see it? No. Oh, I loved that film. And so therefore... I wanted to punch him in the face, which I think is the point. Yeah. Oh, good. You, you, you self-absorb a little shit the whole way through. And even at the end, he's a self-absorbed little shit. He just gets the girl. Like, he, oh, he's so annoying. Yeah. Everyone's annoying in that. And that Flowers woman. I mean, really? I hate movies that go, she's awesome. Why? What's she do? I'm telling you she's awesome because she's awesome. Uh, can, can you give me an example? No! I just... God, she's amazing and everyone says so. Can, can we actually see some sort of evidence? No! She's just awesome! It's called teenage love. Oh, no, it's, just, it's, it's bad. It's in lots of stories. They, they, can't, they haven't got time to spend 20 minutes showing you what they've done. They just go, this person is a genius. Have they ever done anything? No. That's, that's the noise of a door opening. Sorry, that was a noise. It's, yes, it's important. A, a door made of balloons? My voice is buggered. There you go. That's what I want. Now it sounds like a, some sort of gannet. Oh, he's already done. Okay. Uh, so what did you say, sorry? No, you can't. <laughs> like, that's breaking the rules, isn't it? We have rules? Yeah, I've got plenty. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Whatever you say, just don't say Gregoire and Dan Beeson are smart enough to know better. Gregoire and Dan Beeson are smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hack. Rig up. My secret sister. cameras in your house. You really don't. I really don't. They'd send the black choppers around. All he does is Broadway musicals in his <laughs> underpants. Hollywood. Oh, Jay. <laughs> Just another test. This is a test. We are still testing. Testing this is still This is a happening. test, This is a test. It's not really recording. Recorded. All of this stuff you can all be ignoring. Ignore it. We are so white. We are so white.